If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. What's going on? John Patrick Bleacher, for everyone listening, one of my longest, one of my best friends, known you for more of my life than I haven't. Know me through the ups and downs more so than I think uh, any sane person would, and that's why you're one of my best friends. What's going on, man? Doing pretty good, man. How are you? I'm uh, just my morning circus of uh, dealing with uh, my 17-year-old blind, deaf, paralytic, diaper-wearing dog running around. I'm impressed that <laughs> you still pick it up. <laughs> Dude, he was, I always tell people this. I remember holding him. I literally remember holding him watching on cnn u.s forces invading iraq <laughs> that's crazy yeah um let's just uh let's jump right into it why don't you introduce yourself and uh i guess you and i can talk about anything and everything but i guess what we're going to be talking about this episode yeah and just so you know i'm talking more quietly because okay. i have an airbnb guest in the next room okay. so okay. Okay. if you, she leaves i'll okay. you need talk me? louder but yeah do you need me to be quiet um or you have headphones, never mind. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, you're good. Okay. Um, but uh, anyway, yeah, so um, I'm JP. Uh, I've <laughs> known you since freshman year of high school. Um, and I have had, I guess the reason why you called me on was my history with back pain um, and back issues. Uh, I had my first incident when I was 15. I herniated two discs um, and then had a, a discectomy, laminectomy um, at, I think, yeah, I was 15 years old. Um, and then <clears throat> for a vast majority of my like young adulthood, like going in through college, I was pretty much fine with the occasional episode of like what I feel like most people experience of just like, Oh, you know, like irritated my back and whatever. And like, you take it easy and it's fine. Um, and so that was kind of my life until about, uh, 2015 when I, um, re herniated it and there was no, there was really no incident. Like I stood up from a desk, um, and I like felt all the symptoms come back and I, uh, ended up dealing with that from basically from like 2015 to the present. Yeah. It's been like, um, pretty chronic pain. Um, I've had two additional surgeries and, um, procedures that are called radio frequency ablations where they use high frequency sound waves to, um, essentially just burn the nerve endings to stop sending pain signals to the brain. Um, and that's, and that's given me like some relief. That's actually what I had most recently in February was a, a RFA, but I've also had epidural injections. Um, <clears throat> basically same thing you would get in a pregnancy or a, a giving birth, um, same idea. Um, uh, and yeah, but, um, I've had the, I feel like the most invasive surgery I had was a, a fusion um, where they take the the squishy um, disc in between two vertebrae, they cut it out and they take the two vertebrae together and using like rods and screws, they fuse it into one bone. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what I had in 2018. Uh, that was uh, like the best relief I had. That was in October of 2018 from then until April of 2019, I was like in the best shape of my life. Um, and then and just re herniated both the disc above and below where the one was fused herniated. And so, uh, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Yeah. How, <laughs> man, I feel like I should know this, but I don't, how does removing the squishy part between two, the two discs and fusing it together? How does that relieve? I don't know if, if you know that or, it was explained to you. I, I don't know like, why does that like i get the radio frequency ablation like you're, yeah. you're getting rid of the the guys you're getting rid of the nerve endings that are saying hey this hurts like i get that what's the 
what is the diffusing? What does that do? Is it in 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 simplest parlance? Does it does it just make it a more rigid single structure? So, does it? I'll say what what it resolved was, uh, and I guess I didn't mention this, from 2015 until the surgery in 2018, my ability to support my upper torso or just my upper body in general declined to the point where I was in a hunched position legitimately like this. Like, And if I tried to correct it, it would send, um, I call them jolts of pain, but it essentially felt like you know, when you hit your funny bone really hard, um, it feels like that, but running from, you know, the small of your back to your toes and it, it lasts like a long time once you like jolted. So like I was forever in a hunch position so as to avoid this excruciating pain. Um, and the, the fusion corrected that I have not had like that issue. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So, what what's crazy is it fixed that problem and now i have that it like as far as a structural ability for your body to support itself it fixed that mm-hmm. but because um it's such a strong uh connection and you're removing a hinge yeah the the disc above it is now doing its Double. job and the job of the two discs below it that have been fused okay so you're shortening the lifespan of it and on what happened to me which they say usually takes about 10 years it took about four months for me was the disc above it and below it have now uh ruptured as well Jeez. and when that um what that rupture means is like if you imagine i've, I've had it described to me as like a jelly donut or a coconut husk with like a jelly inside, but basically your disc with those two vertebrae has a much more fibrous exterior like shell Mm -hmm. uh, and then that gelatinous interior. And what happens is it fissures and that gelatinous material squirts through and impinges your nerve cord. And so that's what causes the pain down the leg. Um, And so by like removing that completely, you're not having anything come out to to impinge the nerve cord so that's what the fusion also corrected but again it makes it more likely for the ones above it and below it to happen which is what happened in my case and uh, even though it corrected my ability to support my torso in um, august of 2019 so about almost a year later after the fusion um, i lost motor control in my right foot i was actually uh, on a vacation with my wife and um the uh, Mediterranean cruise, mm-hmm. um, they, they actually kicked me off the ship and sent me to a, an Italian emergency room or like, yeah, a Italy emergency room hospital. Um, when they found out I couldn't like, I had paralysis in my foot basically. Yeah. Um, and so that, uh, that was like, um, the most severe case of that herniation. Cause what my uh, pain physician explained to me is if you get, um, that like sensation down your leg, that's like a uh, like partial impingement. It's okay. the most painful. But once you go beyond that, it's muscle, uh, motor control. And actually the pain stopped, but um, there was more numbness and I couldn't control my foot. So it was like a, a, you know, Drop a foot. pretty bad trade-off. Oh. Jesus. Dude, can you imagine, not to make light of it, can you imagine if that happened, but you were on like vacation now? and you were quarantined with coronavirus yeah oh yeah no it would be yeah that would be miserable just jump off the side of the boat at that point man good lord it's so yeah what what are you doing now with with the you said the vertebrae or the discs above and below it what is so what's what's the future with that because is there a way to like share um because I have a photo of the MRI, might help to like explain. I, I think there that that's that, that's why I need you. That's why I need you to be my yeah. my, my media man. Is I don't I don't know any of this. Um, uh-huh. Well, because I remember uh-huh. you sent me that picture. You sent me that picture for everyone listening. You sent me a picture last year, and it was um was it an X-ray or an MRI? Did you? It was an MRI, I think. Um, yeah, and it was before and after, and yeah, you could just. It really did look like your nerve looked like looked like bundled up tinfoil. Like it's like even just you send another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? 
That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And, and me looking at it, like, they're just, there's like an intuitive, like, there's clearly something wrong on the left. And you're like, yeah, that's what I was walking around with. Yeah, so I pulled it up, but it's saying in order to be able to share my screen, I have to quit Skype and restart. Um, so, I mean, I can, I don't know if I can, I don't know if you can share stuff and I can share it to you or whatnot. But. Um, can you just, uh, can you just message it to me on Skype? Or you yeah, can, um, might be easier to um, text it to you. So yeah, text it. I can just pull it up. Um, let's see. me oops jp sent me three images um so i got the top one right now which is yeah i can on the left so, le- so everyone listening on the leftmost one it literally you can you can see the, what your, your vertebrae going horizontally stacked above and then you can see what looks like almost rolled up tinfoil and you can literally see you can literally see it quite literally pinching it can quite literally mm-hmm. see the pinched nerve the one in the middle has the the two screws in the side and then what's the rightmost one the rightmost one is it's actually not my most recent mri it's the mri post um my fusion but pre my discectomy okay. um but it basically looks the same because i i had that discectomy um last september and it uh and then i got an mri two weeks later and it had already re-ruptured so yeah. um it pretty much looks the same all right i pulled up the uh, second image is, is that the same one that it's was on the, the front? Okay. yeah i think it's just the same one and then the last one is just the um it's, it's just a bigger image of that third one <laughs> I, was, I was gonna say the the rick sanchez give popped up <laughs> um okay all right yeah yeah dude so what so what is the what is the next step if you said it so it's takes 10 years and here you are four months later it seems it seems that you you're the you're the magnet for it just seems like since like the first time your your back messed up I mean, literally back in like high school under Coach Massey, um, it seems like every time something happens with your back, it's. I mean, it's. It'd be funny if it wasn't so terrible, but it's. It's always you know doctors like oh this shouldn't happen until this date or you know you're like you're young this isn't and it's always like six months later you're like the thing happened, and they're like yeah you know you're seventeen you're twenty one you're twenty four and you're like well yeah. you're like I can't get out of bed like yeah so so what is the next step um so basically where i'm at now is i have i had two doctors um my one doctor the neurosurgeon who did the the fusion and the discectomy um after the discectomy last september and then we got another mri and it had re-ruptured his he actually put me on the schedule for a three-level lumbar fusion where that would be the one that was fused, the one above it, and the one below it, which is um, essentially 50% of the vertebrae that account for your mobility mm-hmm. of your spine. So I probably would never be able to touch my toes again. And I mean, obviously, it's an irreversible surgery. It's not that hardware is there for life. You can't you can't get those removed because they removed the the organic tissue that used to be there. So it's it's definitely a permanent surgery. Um, so I was on the, on the books for that to have an additional two, uh, fusions. Um, but I, you know, I was doing kind of my own like online research and psych myself out about it. And I even, Mm -hmm. you know, talking with my dad, um, we were saying, let's just explore every other option, uh, before we, you know, go down that road. And so I went back to my, 
um, pain physician who does the epidurals and radiofrequency ablations. And he was the one who uh, was, you know, my, my go-to doctor up until I lost motor control. He said, once you hit that motor loss of motor control, you're basically out of my field and I have to refer to you to someone else. But once I gained that control back, um, he said, you know, I can, I can see you again, basically clean slate. So I had the epidural in January. I had the radiofrequency ablation in February. Um, and I am at a point where it's like manageable pain, mm. but it is constant. And I am starting to realize like that may just that I, that's just something I may have to live with. I'm not sure getting a, a three level fusion would correct that. Mm. Um, so I'm kind of just biding my time, honestly, yeah. right now. Yeah. What is Jesus? What is what is the psychology of that? What is, you know, for me? I'm a wimp, you know, when something hurts for, you know, when I have pain one day, it, it, I always can up. So like on only on a few occasions in my life, have I had what I would imagine would be your back pain. And when I say a few occasions, I mean like maybe two, two nights in my life. I can remember yeah. that it wasn't just like a, Oh, my back. Like I lifted wrong. I mean like waking up in the middle of the night and like within minutes being like, like sweating because i was like right. holy shit and then um to the point where it's like so bad that i remember there it wasn't even like you got a sore arm you can you can shift something i hurt my neck a lot when i'm lifting it happens like every other month it's always something like i can just shift this way and i'll be good i i vividly this was in 2018 i think and i remember it happening and it was like it didn't matter which way i rolled which it was just con just like a buzzer just and yeah. it was just like oh my god and like i remember it was like i was like reached my phone and was like trying to text my mom downstairs it was like two in the morning and like i was like i like i can't move and like this was like a 20 minute process just to get to the restroom i mean mm. literally like trying not to like scream like to the point where like getting back in my bed and I remember I couldn't get back in bed. So I just was like kneeling down on the side of my bed, like laying like face first, like my torso on it. And it was literally like, well, I'm already on my knees. Like I might as well pray. Like it was just like, yeah. but that was, and, but as bad as that was, and it was, I remember thinking in the, to the point where like my parents came upstairs and finally like, Oh, you like, you literally can't move. And like, they helped me downstairs and like, um, I think my mom got me like like a painkiller or something, and it helped enormously. And like over the next couple of days, it went away. But I remember the psychology of it was like, this is blinding, this is painful. But it was like, this is gonna pass, this is gonna pass, mm -hmm. and eventually, yeah, it got less. And I was like, okay, I might have to take a week off from the gym. This is gonna pass, this is gonna pass, and it went away. Um, even with, I mean, you know how white I am, how badly I get sunburned. Though even the worst ones, it's always like this, right. this will pass. This is hell right now. Like, meditate, focus on your breath. This will pass. Today is less bad than yesterday. To me, I think I would start to, I think I would start to break if it was, if it was chronic. Like it's, yeah. you know, like you can explain a surgery to me and how much it hurts and you can recover and it's oh yeah 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 and then you know you and i talk again a couple months later you had another one and how much it hurts and like yeah but for me just in my life it's like that's like a you know you're one friend of many friends it's just like i you know i can only i only plug into your life so much i'm just thinking from your point of view like that's that's all day every day like mm -hmm. so I'll, I'll, a long-winded way of like of wording this like how does that what does that affect does it do you get do you get a certain mental resilience to it or does it just are you just like you know it's like right under the surface i just want to scream like because there are compounding effects it's not just pain it's like well, now i can't work out as much now i can't literally just like run around and you know okay we're adults we're almost 30 but even like i still just like to run around sometimes chase my dog or you know drunk with my brothers yeah. up at the lake you know chase you know shove someone like just little stuff like that how does that wear on you um it it was something that i developed 
you know, it has taken years of me developing mental fortitude to even be able to like talk about it with you. Like I am right now. Mm. Um, I need to do something for my wife. Give me two that's seconds. Fine. I that's need fine. to that's check fine. the laundry. That's, that's fine. Of, of how it, how it wears on you, how it psychologically, you know, not just wearing on your, I guess literally and figuratively wearing on your nerves. It's yeah. It's yeah. What is, the only experience I could say I had with chronic pain would be mid March two thousand fourteen, getting my tonsils out. I mean that yeah. that that like that wasn't the worst pain I'd ever felt, but in terms of like around the clock, that started yeah that started to wear on me. I got to like three weeks. I got yeah I got to like twenty one days, and I vividly remember like doctor was like you can't get at it like you really can't be walking around like i guess the movement you can't be like jarring loose the scabs and i told my mom i was like i'm going for a walk around the neighborhood and i walked at like dude i had to have been doing a 120 minute mile but i was like i literally i was like i have to go like i have to just move my legs i have to like see the sun i have to right and that wore on me just that yeah and to the point where like i remember that yeah yeah you you have the floor how does it how does it wear on you how does it how do you cope with it how do you Uh, um, (laughs) yeah so i mean like uh i I mean i i I encourage people to try and relate um to you know the pain because you feel number one alone when no one's really experiencing you and not to to, uh, not to diminish what you were just saying, but like, you know, dealing with in terms of weeks, like three yeah. weeks, you know, I've yeah. learned to deal with months and year long scales. Yeah, um, decade and a half, as far as I remember. Yeah. It, yeah. And, and it's, and I'm not saying that as like, oh, I've conquered this because no, it absolutely a lot of times is. I need to be reminded of that, like by, you know, Zoe and, and, you know, the people around me that you have you know, gone through all this and, and you're still here because, um, yeah, I mean, I feel like the initial, like, uh, I mean, yeah, it bothered me in high school, but I got it taken care of and I was a kid and it was almost like, you know, like a, a wounded animal released back into the wild. It's mm-hmm. like, well, that was weird. And it just keeps on like, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply going on with its life like that was me i didn't it was it was like a distant thing in the back of my mind yeah um but then when it you know happened again in like 2015 and it was just from standing up from a desk not you know weight training or anything like that um essentially i mean it was it was years later but essentially i was diagnosed with ptsd because i you know i had this fear of any wrong movement could mm. cause, you know, months of excruciating pain. Mm. Um, and so I, I mean, I, you know, I am a huge, uh, uh, advocate for, you know, mental health therapy and all that. And that's something I regularly do. And, um, so that's, it's again, something that's taken time to build up. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, gets extremely challenging it wears on you it wears on the people around you um uh yeah Yeah. i mean there are aspects i think of the mental um strain that are almost worse than the physical even though you know absolutely talking about a funny bone long pain through your back is not it's not ideal yeah no yeah absolutely it's but yeah i hadn't thought about that the kind of chronic pain is bad but like the false hope when you get these windows of like, is it better? And, and then being terrified. I mean, it's almost like playing minesweeper. It's like, mm-hmm. that's it. Or, you know, it's like a Jack in the box. Like that's like, that stuff. See, you're not 29 years old. You give me one of those things. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. 
does that not make your you know get a little on edge when's it gonna go it's you yeah. know it's yeah the, i mean and i think you also said it well we you know it, it wears on those around you um i talked about someone like with this about um anxiety and depression and uh suicidal thoughts and how i mean they're bad enough on their own it's bad enough when not everyone around you are experiencing them but then there's this whole other side where it's like you can openly talk about the problems you can openly you know and hope you have a very supportive family and friends which i'm blessed to have but there are also times where it's like it can compound itself because it's like not even that the depression and anxiety is terrible, although it is. It's also, and I don't want this to fall on anyone else. So, you know, mm-hmm. all, you know, having an anxiety attack, you're not sleeping well, you didn't sleep well, so you're cranky, but you couldn't sleep because all night you were, I mean, literally just like, you know, just freaking out. And then the next morning, someone, you know, whatever parks in your spot and you're trying with everything you have to not snap. Because to you, even though you just had this full night of anxiety, which meant that you couldn't sleep, which now means that your patience is worn thin. I know for at least for me, when I don't get sleep, that's what happens. You're now also, you're holding back this dam of like, I can't erupt on this person or this family member or this girlfriend. Because to them, they just woke up and they're, you know, they accidentally parked in your spot. All they see is the tip of the iceberg. All they see is, why did you park in my spot? And it's mm-hmm. just like, mm-hmm. all right, asshole. And so, but so on top of everything, you're also like, don't be like that. Don't be like that. You're like, hey, and it like, there's no outlet. And yeah, it just, it all starts to, so that's what I meant by like, yeah, like the psychological impact is it just, you know, like, um, you know, a fire could start because of whatever, someone throwing a cigarette, but it can very quickly move into a bushfire and then a forest fire and then a wildfire to the point where the original thing has nothing to do with it anymore. It's now taken on a life of its own. It's creating its own convection and, and updrafts and it's its own fuel sources. It has nothing to do with the original cigarette anymore. And it turns into this entire beast. That is what I feel like would, would happen with me if I had chronic back pain to the point where you'd almost really, like you said like not that a funny bone pain shooting from your spine to your toes isn't bad but it would just be this compounded well i can't do this and because of this i can't work and because i can't work um you know I'm, I'm i'm having money problems and i'm arguing with my friend and he doesn't know this and now i'm wishing i could do this. and it just gets to a point where you're like how did we even get to z like i thought we were dealing with a to b because once you get to z if it's A, which is back pain, you know, people will understand that. But if it gets to, I can't pay this and I haven't slept well and I haven't, well, well, that slowly seeps into the realms of everyone's problems. Like, hey, man, everyone has tough days. And it's just like, yeah. And it's like, so what do you do? It's like, and the only people that can understand you are people that also have chronic back pain. And it's like, but, you know what good does that do you? Cause then it's just, you guys both agreeing that this sucks. Like, and you know, and where does that go? It's yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I haven't really relied on like people with, uh, back. I mean, I, I have, you know, as far as like social media followed a few, um, it's called hashtag spoonies and it's people with chronic pain. Okay. Um, and, but most of them aren't back pain. So even then it's not like I'm, relating on the actual physical ailments but a lot of times the struggles that you know bleed into other things are are very similar you know you're uh i mean the whole idea of a spoonie is you're you're given x amount of spoons each day that you can use on stuff so you have to be very deliberate with what you choose to do um because there's only so much you can do in a day Mm. and that's very similar to what i've had with back issues is you know i can some days I can handle a mile long walk. Um, I mean, nowadays I can handle like a mile to two mile long walk. I feel like back irritation for a couple hours afterwards, but then it goes away. But Mm -hmm. it, you know, it used to be, you know, mile long walk 
and I would be on my ass for like two or three days. Um, and so the idea of a smoothie is like you delegate how much uh, and, and really what you're willing to risk it for on day-to-day activities. Yeah. Um, and, and I mean, so yeah, I don't, I don't really relate with other back pain um, people like me. I, I don't like regularly talk with them, but I, um, I would say that I've, like you were saying, um, you know, people don't understand, you know, that your outburst over whatever is actually related to your back pain. Um, and I feel like I have kept a, a core group of people, really like my wife, my family, some close friends who can read the signs of like where I'm at. They know when I need to get up and walk around. They know when I need to lay down or, you know, be by myself because I'm not really uh, able to even listen because I'm distracted by the pain. Mm. So like, um, I, you know, it's just finding, finding a right environment to um, deal with it yeah. is, is been beneficial for me. What if, and I don't, I don't know if you can or, or, or want to talk about this and you don't have to, if you don't want to, what have you done in terms of medication for pain management, whether just straight up, like, you know, hit me with the morphine or whether it's here's an inflammatory drug or things like CBD or just, <clears throat> you know, I guess, you know, I think back to like, you know, like maybe like 2010, Tommy and JP, like, oh man, just, you know, down a bottle, like, you know, <clears throat> there are different, what, what do you... Because again, for someone like me, with an incredibly addictive personality, and if I had something like back pain grinding on me, I mean, God damn, is that not, is that not just the devil opening the door, like the devil of opiates? Just to me, it's like that's not only a slippery slope; that's like an inverted slope covered in like lubricant. <laughs> like it'd be like, yeah. oh my God, here's relief. And it, it wasn't stretching. It wasn't a radio frequency. It wasn't surgery. It was just a pill. Oh my, thank God I slept. Oh my, and I got a good night's sleep and I was cheery to my wife and, oh, the pain's coming back. Oh, I'm going to take another one. To me, that's mm-hmm. like, God, that's like lighting a match in like a, in like a oil refinery for me. I, I think the reason why I never really went down that route is because the like what you just described of like oh this pill and now I can sleep again like the pill never was this miraculous savior savior okay. like my my uh, approach to pain management has always been multiple approaches so you know if I'm taking an opioid which I have for months at a time it's always been you know the the appropriate dose nothing more supplemented with physical therapy or something else you know like because i i've never had a pill that i take and i'm like oh this is awesome i'm i'm good now you know it's always been like no i'm still in a lot of pain but it's a little bit less now um so i never really i never went down that route of like feeling a need to abuse it because it was never that helpful to begin with okay um but yeah i mean i you know, I, I did uh, have an issue with alcohol for a while um, because I, I was trying to just make the pain go away. But honestly, I discovered that uh, it really just inflames the back even more. That you know, I, you would drink for a few hours. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, you did. Um, yeah. And it's- so I, I honestly like I have found that not drinking helps. So I rarely drink now because it helps with my back pain. Yeah. Um, really, I've just I've been very like cognizant of what works, what doesn't work, and tried to keep with the things that work, and you know, not deal with the stuff that doesn't. So yeah. Um, How? But again, it's it's taken time, years. Yeah. yeah, it years. I mean, I mean, like mental health, it takes years of tinkering, pharmacologically, okay. therapeutically. Um, how and I, I don't know if you can or, or want to. How has, how has, um, how have CBD or THC helped, or have they, or have you not tried it, or is, can you, you? You don't. We don't have to talk about that. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I. 
I do find um, say parts, both to be helpful. I was going to say yeah. parts of America yeah. are still uh, still in the dark ages, so I, I don't I don't want I don't know. Yeah. Like some people would be like, you know, so yeah. No, but yeah, I don't both, yeah. both have been helpful to me. Um, in fact, my uh, my uncle has been dealing with back pain and. Um, like similar issues had been bothering him for months. Um, and he had been trying opioids, um, PT. He was actually scheduled to get an epidural. Um, but he got apparently some CBD lozenge that it like completely neutralized the pain for him. He canceled the uh, epidural appointment cause he was like, it worked for me. So really? I've never had, I've never had that experience. Yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, I've heard of it for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah, man. I feel like. I mean, I feel like if I was in Europe, yeah, I. I've had it go from like on a scale of one to ten, my pain go from like an eight to a four or five. So I mean, it's a pretty significant. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And that, but that was for me like that. It's almost like. That, the non-addiction of CBD and THC would would almost help. But at the same time, fuel my addictive personality because it'd be like, it'd be like, okay, like this gummy, like, because I've I I taken I took gummies last year for like uh, insomnia and anxiety, oh, it worked amazing, but mm. just being me, it was now like, okay, now I need these every night, um, and it there was never a problem because it's like they're not addicting. It's eventually you run out. But you build you build a tolerance. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I feel like if I had chronic back pain, I would just. Honestly, man, I I honestly think I would probably just be like smoking or taking edibles like all day. But then it comes down to like, all right, man. But like now you got to work, you know. Yeah. And when you're on you're on Pluto at you know nine in the morning on a Monday, you can't. It's like how do you work? And then it's okay. Well, I cannot do this, and it's just yeah. It everywhere you turn, it seems like there's a this but you can do this and and it yeah it i don't know man well i mean that's why i like i said it's it's all um smaller you know in moderation and a varied like it's it's not just the one thing like i don't you know i don't get blasted off edibles uh, but you know a little bit supplemented with mm some light you know 30 minutes of walking okay. uh with some light stretching um that kind of stuff it all it all contributes to a manageable day yeah you know? yeah what what chair do you have are you sitting on to kill a bee uh is that is that, yeah, is that a good chair Amazon. for your for your back is that um i got this chair because it reclines yeah so um i, I got this chair at walmart the other day because i was <laughs> I don't know if you can. I have an old rocker that I think was my grandmother's. Literally an old wooden rocker. And I, for the first forty-nine podcasts, I would come in every morning beforehand, and I'd, I'd put three pillows on it, and then I'd put a blanket over it and tuck it in to hold it. And after I think one episode, my back hurt so much, and I was like, literally, I was like, I, I just sat down one day. I was like, it's twenty twenty, man. What am I doing? Like, I was like, yeah. it's not even, like, I went to Walmart and got this. I was like, why have I, I guess that's just me being an idiot. Um, what have, so, I've, I've wanted, I've wanted you to do this forever just because I, I, I think you would be fantastic at it. Um, have you thought about doing any, I mean, there are a dime a dozen, but I, I, I mean, I, and I, I would say this off air and I have said it, I think you would be in, in, I mean, truly incredible at doing like a technology podcast. Like just, I mean, as long as I've known you, I've always, I mean, and you know me, if I could use like AOL, I'd probably still be using AOL. Like to me, it's all over my head. You always have, I don't want to say ability because ability takes away from like the time put into it, but I'll just, for lack of a better word and uh, lack of talking, you have such an incredible ability. To, I mean, I remember the first iPhone, 
you, you know, you explaining it, you know, and we're doing this, we're doing this. And not just like, you know, any any idiot like me could be like, yeah, well, touchscreen is definitely the next like paradigm shift. But mm-hmm. I mean, there would be updates. I vividly remember sitting in your room at your parents' house and you explaining it that the new update and it was you could now have multiple apps open at once. So you could close one app and like switch to another one, which we now don't think of. It's, you know, double click, flip to YouTube, go to Reddit, whatever, Instagram. But I remember you were like, no, this is huge. Like you no longer have to close this when you go to this. And again, to you, maybe you may be thinking, oh, what the, what, yeah, but to me, it always sticks out to just your ability to just, it like lights you up and there's, there's a method, there's a, there's a logic to me saying all this. Have you thought about doing something like a technology podcast or just any sort of review where it's, you don't even have to buy it, just walk through it, do a screen record and go through the newest products because that is something that, I mean, not only could you make money off of, but that would, that's like, that's something to not lose your mind to occupy your mind and on days where it's like i'm 29 and i you know i feel like i have the body of a 50 you know i'm I'm limited to these things when's the next time i can run if i have kids am i gonna be able to play with my kids i'm looking at that as like like an outlet for you on top of the fact that i think you'd be amazing at it or is that something that doesn't interest you at all you don't look interested (laughs) I, I mean, I've like thought about it, but yeah, like I'm, I'm, I enjoy like consuming that kind of media, but like, I don't, because it is a dime a dozen and like, I just, I don't know, I, I don't really have a, a desire to do that. But, um, I mean, I, I think those types of activities are crucial to, yeah, get, you know, getting that, that headspace you need. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I want you to do one. I think, I, dude. I I know there are a dime a dozen, man. But I, dude, I really, because like I watch, I watch a couple just to like, who's the guy that he always has the newest like Apple thing? He's a, he's the black guy, and he always he has a shirt that says Matt Black. He's got like ten million subscribers. He always has the newest iPhone. MKBHD. Or the new, what? MKBHD. I think that's him. Um, I only mm-hmm. recently started watching him, but I mean, even him, I like went back to, cause he broke, just broke 10 million subscribers, but I went back to his first videos and it really is just like, it's just like him starting out. But I look at, and the reason I bring this up is because the only person I can compare him is, is to you. When I watch his videos and he's like, all right guys, so this is what we're going through with this. This is the new iMac pro. And this is why you need this. And this, it literally makes me like. I get the same sensation of when I'm like sitting down next to you and it's like you explaining like, okay, Tommy, this is what this is. And this is what this is. And it's for me, it's even though I don't know what he's talking about. And it's like, I I saw, I recently watched him break down the iMac pro, like the $43,000 one. And it's obviously I don't need it, but I was watching him go through and basically explain why I don't need it. And even though, much of what he said went over my head and the few that the, the few things that did go in one ear still went out the other but what was almost like enchanting was watching someone that so clearly loves this and they can break it down because to me it really is i mean it's like bob lazar with a ufo he's like breaking it down to like the stupid like you know guards around him that's how i feel around this and that's how i always feel around you when you know, it's just even a little like, okay, you need to get this app and you need to do this and you need to do this. Like it's, even if I'm not going to do any of the things you're telling me to do, like it is, it's addicting to watch because mm-hmm. it's, you can't fake passions. Anyone can, you know, like I showed, anyone can sit down and just memorize organic chemistry equations. Okay, whatever. But to, you, you can't fabricate like true passion and love for something and it's i mean again i know you're not i know you're not interested in doing it but like god i would i would i would not only would i subscribe i would legitimately i would legitimately watch every video you made i would i would i'm not lying and it's not just like a yeah i played on so you got the view like no i would watch every video and the thing is is like like you said you like to consume it the thing is is like 
so you could just make videos on the stuff that you really like me i don't have on any guests i don't want to have on there's no like well i gotta right. talk to this guy i only have on people i want to and when i don't want someone on i'll just straight up be like hey man uh, i don't think i'm gonna do the podcast i just i don't care like i want to talk yeah. to you I, I that's why i'm having you like i only have people on i want to talk to when other people are like i've got an interesting thing i'm like that's cool you know i, I don't care um you could, I mean, you could just do things where it's maybe do one a week, maybe do one a month, maybe do five in a week, and then don't do it for a month. Maybe I've, I've been doing that, and I just don't share my videos. Well, why would you do that? <laughs> just, <laughs> that is just cruel. That, but dude, I'm, I'm, I, but I would say this even if we weren't doing a podcast. Like I would, and I, and I, and I have said it. Maybe I haven't worded it as clearly. Dude, I think that is. I think that is a doorway that could that you could kick open like i, I i'm not going to convince you if you I, i'm not going to convince you if you don't want to do it but dude i really yeah i think if you started one man i i've and i'm like i've legit if i didn't think you would succeed at it i wouldn't be blowing you up and saying all this you know i wouldn't be saying it to like make you feel better like yeah it, Dude, I, I think very few people have the the passion and the ability to break it down, and I, I did. I think that I really think you could have a successful like channel with that, and I wish you would. Cool, man. I don't think you want to, so I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start trying to pitch it to you. It's, you're just like, thanks, bud. Cool story. Like, all right, all right, okay, fine. Um, yeah, man. Um. Dude, I don't know. I'm uh, I'm trying to have on. I've been emailing people from SpaceX. I want to. I want to have someone talk. Come on and talk about like Starship and interplanetary travel. I don't know if it's gonna work. I also I emailed. Uh, I got the email of the president of Xbox. I want to have him come on and talk about Xbox That's Series. Crazy. Dude, I, I'm. What do you think about that? So I sold my Xbox I One last fall. I haven't been um, keeping up with it, to be honest. I sold my Xbox One last fall because I was playing it too much. And uh, whenever I'd want to play video games, I'd drive up to Matt and uh, mm-hmm. a two-hour drive. But finally I realized, I was like, I don't want to drive up there every time I want to play video games. So like two weeks ago, I bought a 360. And uh, I've been playing all the Modern Warfares. And I do my podcast, do my schoolwork. I got work on the weekends. But like two, three hours in the afternoon, I just play like, you know, the equivalent of like Rainbow Six. Um, yeah. And I'm already like, oh, this is so fun. And I'm, but I'm limiting myself to a 360 because there's only so much I can do on it. I almost can't get lost in it. <sighs> the Xbox Series X, dude. It's so the Xbox One X. It's that thing is already supposed to be like the most powerful thing. The Xbox Series X. I was watching a video on it they're like it's gonna it's gonna be capable to do 8k gaming mm-hmm. <laughs> which is insane yeah I've, I've heard that like the the benchmark that a lot of them are uh like going off of is live ray tracing yeah like being able to like i don't even know what that is but i know it's like a buzzword i don't use. really understand what it is either but it's basically like like hyper realistic uh, lighting and shadows that yeah. like basically like pixel for pixel it's like the same as what you would see in real life or something jesus christ yeah jesus christ and grand theft auto said that uh i think they said the other day that they're not going to release six or they're only going to release six for um the next gen so ps5 and xbox series x which is going to be insane yeah, I, yeah. I'm so excited for that. It's because it's been seven years since Xbox or since GTA Five, which is the longest gap in between any Grand Theft Autos. I, as you know, I love Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they said they're only going to release six for PS Five and Xbox Series X, which is <sighs> that's the thing, man. Is I don't I don't know if I I don't know if I can buy those because I'll. That's all I will do. That's all I like it's there's something with with things getting so i mean dude even on xbox one just playing just cause 4 and ace combat and and uh watchdogs 
Like that, I had to sell it because it's. I could because I, you do everything one hundred and ten percent, good or bad. Yeah. I've been saying this for years. I know. I know. It's like you, <laughs> like just like the way you were talking to me about an addictive personality. Like yeah. your mind goes to getting blitzed at nine a.m. on a yeah. Monday. Yeah. Whereas I think like okay, like micro dose throughout yeah. the week is yeah. yeah. It's I'm I'm getting I'm getting better at it i'm limiting myself to i'm going to try to limit myself to three to four podcasts a week instead of like 15 um sure i'm starting i got a job at work on the production i mean that's yeah that's the thing is like yeah you, you like everything you do 110 percent, and through brute force you accomplish a lot but if you were to take a step back and refine what you do mm. you could probably get even further mm. yeah I remember you said that last fall when I was like applying to, I was like sending out graphic design portfolios and I was like showing you like how many I was doing every day. And you were like, you could still put the same work into it, but you're like, sort channel it differently. It's almost like, like instead of just stacking dollar bills, like still do the same work, but maybe stack some quarters, maybe stack some dimes. Like you're still getting currency. You were like, you know, look at the ones you have been submitting. Look at what the feedback is on it. Now tweak your resume and see where that goes. And it'd be, it's like, because I remember you saying, you're like, because I know it, I know I'm not going to get through to you if I just tell you to do less. Because you're like, that's mm-hmm. not you. You're like, why would I do less? Would I do more? Why would I stop mm-hmm. when I go? So you're like, I'm, you're like, I'm trying to speak your language. Like, you could still do it, but almost in a different sense. It's like, Mm-hmm. you know dollars to what why don't you do quarters and it's still the same um yeah it's of um that's one thing i want to do is um is i'm i'm trying to find fewer guests but guests that i truly like I've, I've, I've wanted to talk to every guest i've had but some of them i've wanted to talk to because i i just wanted to get like i wanted to get in i wanted to build up the podcast and just get more under my belt, get more experience with talking to people. Um, now I'm trying to do my first step. I maybe in, in production value isn't even with technology. It's just so I had on that guy from Delta Force last Wednesday, or yeah, this past Wednesday. That was the only one I did that week. And for like four days prior, I read his books, I watched all of his interviews, and I like prepared questions. And so when we had it. Granted, it was only one two-hour podcast. I still put in as much work as I would 20 podcasts. Right. It was just channeled into it. Lo and behold, that video has got more views and more watch time than the second, third, fourth, and fifth most combined. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, With you, it's like JP, not only is JP one of my best friends, but JP is someone I want to talk to. And it's like, Mm -hmm. I want to talk to you about this. On Wednesday, I'm having a guy from NASA talk about the SLS, the basically the, their new heavy launch system. That's someone I want to talk to. Um, but I can still put in the work, just channel it differently. Um, starting working at that bar I worked at in 2011 where I met Ivan, uh, Secrets. And they used to, do you want to work every day? And at first I was like, yeah, I won't. And I literally was like, let's just start with weekends and he's like all right yeah, we can start with weekends and it was so now i'm going to start doing that on friday i'm in my online graphic design courses and i'm doing this podcast and i'm i, I, I really as as much as it may be like eye rolling or be like yeah sure like I, I really am trying to take note on not everything is a cinder block on the gas pedal it's yep. it's because it's I've had successes with it in my life, but there's also like I've heard enough people give me that constructive criticism over 29 years where it's like people that don't know each other and they independently say it at some point it's like, what's the writing on the wall? like enough people are saying that I'm like, okay, okay, maybe there is some reason behind that and it's very it's very difficult because 
to me it's if i'm not giving it my all like i'm just hurting myself because it's something i want but i'm i'm like you said speaking your language i'm trying to look at it like how can i still feel because i love to do all the work but it's like how can i maybe channel it differently production value um i had i, I found a, a software obs studios i still haven't figured out how to use it but it's like that will that will rip the audio directly from skype so like right now okay. it's like my i'm screen recording it and it records my voice and then your voice comes through the speakers and then gets recorded like there is a smarter way to do that but here i am on episode 51 and i still haven't done it yet and it's like that you know a podcast like dude come on like that's that should be like step one like you want to nail the audio down it's a yeah. podcast you know it's it's yeah. um I, I have this microphone and i've i have not used it like just because it's I'm like, well, if I've, I tried to use it once and I like I couldn't screen like it wasn't taking the audio through Skype. So I was just like, oh, I'm just not going to use it. But it's I'm trying to look at it more like take a step back, like. Maybe don't do a podcast this day, but instead sit down and like try to learn how to use this microphone, like try to learn how to like rip the audio directly. Just take like baby steps in that direction. It's still you can still fill up all your time with work but just try to increase the quality if that makes sense yeah. so I'm, I'm trying to yeah yeah i'm trying to chip off the outer layers of my thick skull and try to be more open to like okay so yeah it's yeah so is that what you meant when you when you text me uh with production value you're like, why don't you want anyone else? I mean, just like I know, like MKBHD, for example, he's got teams of people who oh. handle various aspects. Of, like, um, as you like work with others who have you know different strengths and weaknesses, you can delegate. You know, if someone's better at video editing, have them do that. If someone's yeah. better at audio editing, have them do that. Like, you can still be creative control but not necessarily doing every aspect of the oh, yeah, podcast that, that's all i meant when the other day when i was like i like i want autonomy when I, with autonomy i meant i want to choose my guests and have my conversations the way you know i don't want like a right we're gonna talk about this and we're gonna have these talking points in a focus group i don't want that um in terms of everything like i said yeah i don't i'm indifferent to the rest of it that's yeah if that's what you meant by uh, producing the podcast, then we may have had a horrible miscommunication because I'm completely open to that. Um, I'm yeah, I'm, I don't know what I could offer at this point, but yeah, yeah, yeah I just I, I do just want to figure out, yeah, smaller things just like audio quality, like video quality. Um, because like I, I can talk to people. I can find guests. I have no problem doing that. I have no problem with emails and calling people. I'm having on, I'm having on Garrett Graff. His book, he wrote Raven Rock. It's a book about all the nuclear bunkers in America. He used to work for uh, Politico. He, he's a Harvard grad. He's a professor at Georgetown. He's his book was the number one best selling book on Audible last year. It's Very yeah, cool. Raven Rock. I, I, and he just came out with another book, The Only Plane in the Sky, about Air Force One on 9-11. Um, and I was like, I want to talk to him about that. And kind of what you said, I was like, why don't I? So I didn't do a podcast yesterday. And I was like, why don't I just, I'd emailed him a couple times and I, I couldn't get a response. And I was like, I was like, I want to have a guest today. I want to have, it's like when I texted you yesterday, I was like, can you talk today? I was like, I want to have a guest. And then I thought like, what if I just like took the time and tried to get a hold of him? And lo and behold, finally around five, like I found a number and I called and it was like, hello, this is Garrett. And I was like, I was like, is this, is this Garrett Graff? And he was like, this is. And I was like, I didn't think you'd pick up. And he goes, 
who is this? And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. And I introduced myself and I was like, I love your book. I talk about it almost every episode. I was like, would you like to do my podcast? He goes, oh, yeah, I got your email, Corrigan. And I was like, yeah, it's close enough. And I was like, uh, he was like, yeah, I was on vacation, man. He goes, I'd love to do it. I was like, I'll shoot you time. And I was like, oh, my God. But yeah, that was something where I'm like, okay, that, yeah. I'm going to I'm going to reread all of his books. So I'm probably not going to have a, like the week leading up to it. I'm probably not going to have an episode, but it's all going to be preparing for that one. And like, yeah, I'm trying to trying to take your advice and take the cinder block off the gas pedal or at least put it on the gas pedal, but like take different turns and shit. I don't know if that makes sense. Um, yeah. yeah. Awesome, man. Yeah. I'm glad that you're doing this. Uh, I appreciate it, dude. Um, well, shit, man. I'll uh, I'll let you go. I, uh, I I wish I knew more about pain management, but um, I thank you for doing it, man. Um, for sure. Please, God, start a technology podcast. <laughs> how, about, how about you do a dry run? You do like a trial. How about just come on here? Next time something really... You're actually legitimately cut out. I can't hear you anymore. You can't hear me? <laughs> oh, no, I can't. Okay. Yeah. So next time you... Yeah, so ne- only when you see something that like truly like revs you up, the next phone, laptop, whatever, save that and bottle it. Let's do an episode and talk about it. And it could be like a beta version of... You're not interested in doing this podcast at all. So... <laughs> I'll stop pitching it to you. Keep trying, man. Uh, keep trying, bud. I want the one with the bigger GBs. Yeah. Oh, God. All right, dog. All right, uh, man. It's good chatting with you. Thanks for doing it, buddy. Of course. Yeah. All right, man. Take care. Peace. Ooh.